So Sean Six and this is Aaron from the Liquid Conversations, and we're here with who? Are we on a podcast? Call me Pooh. This guy, I don't know who is he. You know who I am? I know who you are, Doyle, man. There you go. Start off. Aaron wanted to talk about. I want to know, man. Like over the years, how has this? How has the industry changed? And how have you had to like adapt with it? The thing that just sucks the most about it is everybody steals music. Amen. You know, it's like you spend a fucking hundred thousand dollars to make a record, and all these fucking scumbags are just fucking stealing it. And then they want more, and you're a dick because you're doing a meet and greet for 50 fucking bucks <laughs> to make up for it, which you don't want to do. You think I want to meet all these fucking people? I don't. Right. I want, when I'm done, I want to fucking take a fucking shower and go to bed. I just work. So, looking at that aspect of it, do you feel that people, the fans themselves, put a lot of undue pressure on you because of stuff like that because they they give you shit because you might charge fifty dollars for a meet and greet or they could kiss my ass seriously they want to fucking steal shit you know if i was making motorcycles and you came in and took one would that be a crime why can't we punish people for stealing songs that should be a ten thousand dollar fine it's interesting when you have stuff like that happen because the industry is certain aspects of it they do protect you but a lot of it they don't they don't protect the artists well, look at, at spotify all. fuck them fucking bullshit it's weird because you put this much effort in this time and Aaron, you know, front man in the band and he understands this as well. You put this much time and this much effort into it and actually honing your craft and doing something like that and it's almost like people are literally stealing from you like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fu- They should really fucking police that shit. Shut the internet down for a fucking day and fix it. With you doing stuff with your own label, how do you approach that? I don't know. How can I approach that? What are you going to do? As soon as somebody buys it, where is it? It's up there for everybody to steal. Yeah, you sell it once and then everybody shares it a million times. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting to the point when you see stuff, like you mentioned Spotify, obviously with the end of the year, people put out their their streams and their shares and stuff like that. It doesn't even really matter. None of that stuff on Spotify because it's not like you're really making any money off of it anyway. Make nothing. It's $9 a month and you can listen to a song 10,000 times if you want. Right. there's enough time in that month to listen to it 10 times. I don't know. I can't do the math. But how much do you think each band's getting? I mean, yeah, because you look at those figures and you think, oh my God, these people should be multimillionaires just because of the number, but they're not. Like a hundredth, maybe a thousandth of a penny you get. Are you fucking kidding me? My girlfriend went to their office. She said it was insane. I would have fucking punched them all. I would have went fucking mental. I would have started breaking everything. They're making all the money and you're not seeing any of it. Fuck them. Lars Ulrich was right when he sued fucking Napster and everybody thought he was a dick. Yeah, absolutely. He he didn't do it for him. He doesn't, you know, he's got the fucking money. He did it for fucking jerk offs like me. Well, he was protecting his best interest because he's like, look, this is a job for me. This is our job. Think this shit's easy? I've been fucking doing this shit since fucking 11 o'clock this morning. Now, I've had conversation with a couple of people this year an artist friend of mine he's a, he's a drummer with a band and he gets upset when people say it's so lucky that you do this because you don't have a real job oh yeah <laughs> you got to be a fucking athlete now to do this job seriously he'll tell you <laughs> you know he's like how is it not a real job he's like i'm away from my family all the time you know what it's still a fucking make- important job and we should get paid a lot more we keep everybody from killing each other we are entertainment without entertainment without music and movies right. and tv what do you have chaos Everybody's gonna go fucking mental. Well, pe- people still consider this party. This ain't no party, man. No. <laughs> we live hard. We live rough. Well, it's like I, I went out with his band on tour, and I'm like, I don't think I, I lost two pant sizes when I got off the uh, bus. I was like, I sweat my ass off more than anything else yeah, in the world. This is fucking serious. This shit. is tough. Serious fucking shit here, man. So, with you, obviously, with you being concerned with fitness and stuff like that and your health, how do you think if you hadn't done that, do you think your career would have petered out way back when? Um. Well, it's. It's kind of like my, it's my image now. You know, I have action figures, I have to look like that. So I can't show up to a signing with a fucking beer gut, you know, not with all this bullshit on, you know? How do you maintain that on tour? I'm sponsored by Power Block Dumbbells. 
I have a okay. set in here. Yeah, I have a set awesome in the back. The floor, yeah. right. The set it's probably out there. I have okay. a bench and a consistency, man. You just do it every day. I've been doing it for 44 straight years. Routine. Yeah, it's day. just the first thing I do, man. You got to check basically a checklist. I'm not allowed to do anything until I do it. That's my rule. Unless I'm, you know, I have a business meeting or a fucking date or whatever the fuck it is. Right. You know. When you and I had talked in, in Nam the last time, you had told me a story about them basically not wanting to let you into the building. Oh, yeah, the they did it the next year, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then they said, well, next year you come, which was this year, which I canceled because I can't fucking take it. They uh, were going to give me a guard. Yeah, they were so like, you well, we're going to throw you out. Yeah. I'm like, go get fucking security. Let yeah, me yeah. see you throw me the fuck out. I'm going to wreck this fucking place and get publicity. Do it. Okay, so question I always wanted to ask you. You mentioned that, and you're like, I'm going to wreck this place, and I'm going to show them what it's really like. <laughs> I have a concept that the balls have been snipped off of rock and roll. Balls have been snipped off of rock and roll. Um, I don't know, man. Fans uh, are scared to do shit. Social media kills them. The record industry won't let them do anything. Nobody wants to get no sued anymore. Industry. It's like it's like uh, football. Nobody tackles anymore because it's a yeah, business it's a decision. It's a business. Nobody's got knee pads on. Yeah, it's a fucking business decision yeah. now. You know, guys are like, hey, that guy's kind of big. You know, I'm not gonna tackle him. That's gonna hurt. Right. I might get hurt. I'm making ten million dollars this year. Guess what? I want to make it. And when you started, obviously, bands took chances. They had risk involved in that. Now yeah. it's... Well, we weren't really, getting paid. Yeah. Now we get paid a little bit, and, you know, nobody wants to get sued, man. Now, I've, I've restrained from fucking punching people in the face. Do I want to do it every night? Yeah, there's always one motherfucker that just... It's always one dude you want to fucking smack him. You, always want, yeah. like, you see him in the back of the room, you're like, No, he's yeah, in the front, guy. you know, usually. When yeah. they're in the back, I, I can't see that far anymore, so... But, you know. What do you think the biggest challenge for a band starting out now is? Illegal downloading. It's just people robbing music. Yeah. Yeah, it's horrible. It, it kills every aspect. It's of fucking it. bullshit. I it mean, kills every aspect. Back in the day when there was people buying albums, bands had jets. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. They had fucking millions of dollars. Right. You sell a million records now, it's it's impossible. Nobody does. You know, unless you're fucking I don't know even know who. Who the fuck sells a million records anymore? I don't know. Post Malone? <laughs> He's even trying to avoid it. The label doesn't really exist anymore. There is no label, that's why I made yeah. one. And uh, did I go to the studio to record? No. Yeah. Did it at home. Now anybody can fucking do it. Yeah. You know? But can they do it good? No. You know what I mean? So you put out an album, you start your own label. Does that kind of make you a little more nervous about it? Because you can't fall onto somebody else no. and say, that's your fault that it didn't work out well. No, it makes me want to get a label on the next record and see what happens. Okay. Honestly. Because um, my biggest problem is promotion. I don't have the money to promote. Right. I would say 5%, maybe, not even, of Misfits fans even though I have a party band. I would say 5% of the people who follow me on Instagram seeing me hold a guitar even though I'm in a band. That's right. how stupid fucking people are. So it's like, you know, I think if people knew I had this band, I wouldn't be playing here. And it, it's ironic, we were actually having this conversation about social media and how true artists hate social media so much, but it's like it's not wanting to shop at Walmart, you, but you kind of have to. You have to do it. It's, it's For me, it's my only promotion. Yeah. I think too, you would think that like we have social media, we have connectivity like at an instant. And yet, it's not enough. Like, people still don't know. You know, you Absolutely. Get the like word Post out. Malone. I met Post Malone a couple months ago. Okay. Uh, went to my friend's house. He's like, hey, I got Post Malone tickets. We're like, what's Post Malone? I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah. She didn't know. So we go, and ah, it'll be cool. Come on, let's go. So we go, and it's a rap festival. We go there, and we meet him. Sweetheart. Yeah. Really no, he's nice, a nice guy. Really, really great is. guy. Yeah. You know, he's a big Misfits fan, so yep. he's geeking out. And, uh, we watched the show and everybody said the girls went insane. I was like, what the fuck is going on here, man? 
you know? I'll have what he's having. It's, you know, and it's funny because you, you speak about somebody like Post Malone and they're like, well, you know, why would Doyle get along with this guy or why would he get along with you? If you're or a good guy, like I don't that. give a fuck what you do. Yeah. Amen. You know, I have friends that are in bands that I think their band sucks. Right. But I'm still the friends because they're cool right. as fuck. I don't give a fuck. I made a comment with somebody that was in old school European death metal band. I made a comment about Taylor Swift. Right. And he's like, well, why do you like Taylor Swift? And I said, because she's 10 times more metal than you are. Ah. <laughs> and he, you would think I'd kicked him in the head or something when I said it. And I said, you know what? You actually have to give that girl a lot of credit because she crushed Apple and said, you're not selling my shit until I tell you it's time to sell my shit. Right. said, I'm going to put it out on my website. I'm going to sell it for two weeks prior to you, and you can't touch it. And if you do, I'll sue the living shit out sure. of you. And a lot of people are like, okay, well, that's metal. Yeah, but yeah I mean, anybody who, you know... I don't care who you are, man. You know, like, there's artists and stuff I don't like, but when I see them do great, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of seeing bands do great or artists do fucking great. You know what I mean? Even if they're the worst fucking thing in the world, I can't wrap my head around it. It just makes me mad even just to hear their name. I'm a fan of them making it. It's fucking... Shit's hard, you know. You know, when you look at the pop world like that, you think, okay, well, they're they're not that hardcore. They're not in your face. They're not as this is not like they're going to an old school hardcore punk show or something like that. They're seeing Taylor Swift with tons of production and stuff like that, and she's a multimillionaire. See how hard that girl works. How that, hard that that's why shit she's is. a multimillionaire. She don't stop all day. I guarantee you. From the she gets up early as fuck. Right. From day the second she gets up, she has some coffee. She takes a shit. She's got makeup on. She's doing press. She's doing this. Yep. She's doing yep. that. By the time the show comes, she's shot. Yeah. And she does the show. I mean, this is no bullshit, man. She's I get a kick out of it because every guy she dates, when she breaks up, she writes a song about him and goes platinum. That's awesome. <laughs> she dated a Kennedy, ended up buying the house next door to his family. Why would you want that house? I don't care how nice it is. <laughs> What's next for you? What's next for me? I'm going to finish this. I'm going to go. Uh, next thing is me that I'm excited about. I'm going to see the King Kong play. <laughs> okay. Broadway. I'm really excited about that. Uh, but uh, I canceled everything, man. I canceled uh, Nam. I was supposed to go do Metal Legions with Elisa. Right. She's writing a record, so she's like, I'm I'm too. I'm, I can't go. Right. I can't take it. I have to do this. I'm like, cool. You know, Dean Mark, I have strings coming out. Right. My own strings. They're not even going to be there. So they ain't right. paying for me to go. I got to pay to go. Got to go early. Do that show, then I, every time I walk into them, I look at it, I'm like, why the, it's the second I walk in, why the fuck did I come here? It's, I, so I have it's anxiety, like, and then I, I can't I walk too. two inches without taking 50 pictures. Yeah. Right, so right, if I right. want to go see a booth, it takes me an hour to take walk 10 feet. Yeah. It's such bullshit. It feels like deja vu every time I go. Like, I, I went the first time, and it was like a new experience or whatever, and I was like, oh, it was cool. And then every year after that, it's like... Like, why am I here? Just try being me, man. I can't you can see me from a mile away. I'm like a lighthouse. Yeah, you're like a foot taller than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, and you I'm get, you know, fucking get... white. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. Oh, I can't take it. I'm so glad I didn't go. I was so happy when she said that. Awesome, so, dude. So, so. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. Anytime. The Liquid Conversations podcast is brought to you by Dirtbag Clothing. Wear it till it stinks.